0: Hey guys, this is Patron Darshan. We're here with the Pharmacy Podcast with pharmacy tips you want to know about. Today we're talking about part three of the three-part series, Is Amazon Your Next Pharmacy? Part one was your drug pipeline. Part two was the types of pharmacies. And today, this is it. You're listening to the Gavel and Pestle Podcast with Darshan Kulkarni. The Gavel and Pestle Podcast, where the law of the land intersects the business of pharmacy.
1: Hey, this is Darshan. Just before uh, you listen to the podcast, make sure you remember, this is not legal advice. This is also not medical advice, and um, it's not construction advice, so don't take construction advice from me. Also, this does not create an attorney-client relationship, so don't be saying that I just gave you legal advice again. Talk to a lawyer who knows you, that can give you advice that's right for you. Thanks again. Keep listening. We'll talk soon. Yeah, it's a big one, right? So... What we're talking about today is a question that I've been asked a few different times. It's been hinted at on LinkedIn. It's been discussed on Twitter. You see CNBC talk about it, and here's what I'm thinking: they're all wrong. Every single one of them is wrong, and and here's why I I think um, they're all well, wrong. What are I they wrong don't about? Think far- what are they predicting?
0: So see, that's what, what I'm hearing I'm predi- every. Uh, are they predicting like uh-huh. Amazon Go just going to deliver anything you want, any th- prescription you have to your front door like they do it with Amazon Prime? Is that what they're saying?
1: That's what most of them are saying. And, and that's, that's why I think they're wrong. I'm not saying that they're wrong with a five-year timeline. I'm saying they're wrong right now. And here's my general thought process. So let's, let's talk a little bit about what we know about Amazon. What does Amazon do really well? So, when I think of Amazon, I think of a company that goes to multiple suppliers, and um, they'll strike deals with them, but not necessarily, and what they'll say is, we will be the forum in which you can sell your stuff. And then what they'll do is, they're really, really good at last mile delivery, which means that they're really good from taking things from either the warehouse or from shipping, so they're really good at billing. And then they're really good at taking that stuff and getting it to the to the person. So that's what I know of the Amazon model. Here's what the problem is if Amazon is trying to get to become like another pharmacy. So my first thing is, most people don't realize that you can't, Amazon's not like, being a pharmacy is not like opening up a bookstore. You need to be registered with the different state boards of pharmacy. So the first question is, does Amazon want to get into the business of registering with 50 different state boards, guaranteeing that they're going to have 50 pharmacists from 50 different state boards, uh, or or it, you can have one pharmacist with 50 different licenses, but theoretically getting all those pharmacies and pharmacists in in a place together? So to me, first of all, from an az- Amazon perspective, that seems unwieldy because that's not their business model. The next thing I think about is okay, well, let's say they hired those 50 people. It's not like Amazon can't afford it. That's easy. Mm-hmm. But the next piece is, are they then going to take medications from other places and then guarantee that those medications are um, are safe and effective and efficacious? Essentially, going and, and sort of um, buying those medications and cheap. There isn't really much of an incentive to do that because it's not very disruptive, number one. I mean, what's, what's the big deal in buying things from different people? Amazon does that every single day, and there are a bunch of people who do that every single day. It's only disruptive. They can sort of adjust and fight drug prices, and that's not that model. It doesn't really change things as I see it. Uh, and Amazon's really in the business of being disruptive, um, and that's what they've done in most other cases. So let, let's take another one. What 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 is the other advantage that they can do? They could get into this business, and they could say that... Um, we will be able to control prices, but that really comes from PBMs. Pharmacists don't have as. I mean, we talk about clout. And we talk about larger pharmacies having clout. Mm-hmm. but none of them have the cloud where they say we're going to dictate drug prices, and that's where it starts becoming difficult. Your your PBMs of the world become a lot more, co- or have a lot more control over that. Well, I mean, your, your pharmacy already, benefit managers.
0: There are already uh, reports of Amazon talking to PBMs just to kind of get things yes. kicked off. So I mean, where, where yes. does that fall into it?
1: Well, that's that's one of the things that I'm I want to get into, and it's a little bit more confusing, right? So let's let's talk about that as we get to it. You're okay. you're 100 percent right, um, and and the question then becomes, who are they talking to? So we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, you pointed out um, in one of the last podcast, Major, you talked about how monster. Has a listing for hiring into the pharmacy. Right, I think I said it, what I, I thought it was indeed, really but it was
0: really monster. Uh, and and they're, they're, yeah yeah it says warehouse though. Exactly,
1: which I think is really interesting. If you were trying you to open a up a pharmacy, right, right. H-
0: how can you be a pharmacist in a warehouse?
1: Well, it theoretically could be if you were going to be like a um, if you were either going to have a, that phar- um, pharmaceutical company model where you're basically dispensing from the warehouse. Right. Or if you're like a centralized pharmacy, um, if that was the model you were going to use. But again, if you were simply a mom and pop store, if you if he, if Amazon was trying to set up a large centralized pharmacy, I just don't see them being very disruptive. They would be like any other large uh, mail order facility. And if you remember, a lot of the large mail order facilities are already owned by uh, large pharmacies like CVS and stuff, Mark and all those guys. So it it becomes a little bit more complicated. They just become another player in the field. It's not very disruptive. I just don't see them doing it.
0: Well, here's a question. So let's look at what the here's another question What's about. That? Uh, you know the, the the merger or or the purchase of Amazon, whether uh, of Whole Foods by Amazon. Uh-huh. Now they're now they're like a, they've got more real estate to actually have a pharmacy, like a physical pharmacy in these stores. Does that where does that fall into this? Yep. Um, you know, more of a foothold, more of well, a market see, share, more of a boost?
1: I think I think Whole Foods is a longer term strategy. So we'll talk about a little bit of that in a in in a few minutes. Okay. So great great point and great question. Um but but let's sort of finish talking about these first bits. Which is, um, is it going to go down the mom and pop store? Is it going to basically try to replace them and basically become a, um, a centralized pharmacy, a mail order facility, if you will, if you will? And I'm just not seeing it. There's another model that they could pursue, which is they can start saying that, um, we will let all the mom and pop pharmacies do exactly what they're doing, mm-hmm. and we will, um, we will buy, uh. From these different facilities and make sure everything's okay. Here's a problem with that: they now have to evaluate whether, um, essentially, enabling these different pharmacies. So, if, if you've got a ph- if you've got a pharmacy in, say, Tennessee, and they're trying to um, sell to a patient in New York, the problem that they have is that pharmacies are not allowed to sell across interstate lines because each pharmacy is regulated by state laws. Right. So the problem is that now Amazon has to start verifying where are you registered and where is your patient registered and are you going to enable those sales to happen. It's a really complicated business model. I just don't see it being very very workable. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon doesn't have control over the products being dispensed, but they become the forum for it, which could upset companies. Uh, Upset different pharmacists, could upset different pharmacies. Um, it could upset patients. And those are all problematic. So, uh, for example, what if the New York pharmacist buys drugs from um, Canada? Or buys, buys drugs from Mexico? Now, is Amazon on the hook because they were the ones who set up that forum? Um, so, they could enable those pharmacies to sell drugs just like they do right now. I just don't see that happening. Um, There's a whole discussion out there. Why doesn't Amazon just buy someone like Express Scripts and get into the PBM model? Here's my question. Why would they? They'd just be another PBM. What's the point of that? What's so disruptive about that?
0: If you're just now listening, um, today we're talking about the... Amazon Pharmacy part 3 of a part 3 series uh, is Amazon your next pharmacy. Part 1 was about your drug pipeline. Part 2 was about the different types of pharmacies just to kind of give a bit uh, background on the today's conversation uh, regarding Amazon entering the pharmaceutical world. The question I've got Darshan is there's a there's a lot of barriers of entry for Amazon to even step into this this market. What what is a how could they what, what would you suggest for them?
1: Well, we're going to start talking about that a little bit. What I want to do is first eliminate the options I think are not going to work for them. But these are options that everyone thinks Amazon's going to pursue. Okay. So the, the the one option that everyone was talking about was – and I, I you referenced a Marketplace article, I believe, um, where it was like Jeff Bezos' face on a pharmacist's body. <laughs> right, right. I just don't see that. Right, right. Okay. Um, I just don't see Jeff getting into that business. Not, not that I don't think he's going to wear a pharmacist's coat and pretend to sell drugs um but i just don't see him entering that market as a pharmacist it just doesn't make sense there's nothing um disruptive about that format the next one was going to be being a pbm why don't they just buy esi and express scripts and um and become a disruptive influence well that's there's nothing disruptive about buying out the pharmacy and then just doing that so i simply don't see that being the model um Another one would be, well, why doesn't Amazon just buy a pharmaceutical company and pursue the Teva model that they had? And the problem with that is they're not a manufacturer. Amazon's never been a manufacturer. There are some third-party things they've done with clothes, as you know, where they were talking about Amazon getting into fashion, and they were trying to sell clothes, but someone else was making the clothes and they were selling them. So why is Amazon going to take on the whole FDA responsibility thing? So I don't see Amazon getting into that piece of the world. Um, what about if Amazon tries to, quote-unquote, become vertically integrated, and they buy a, a PBM and then buy a pharmacy? Okay, but again, what is the disruptive influence there? Um, what, what about what if they just buy a manufacturer and get into that piece of the world? Again, I, don't, I just don't see them wanting to be a manufacturer. That's just not their core business model. So here's where, as you you asked me a question a few seconds ago, well, that's all well and good. These are things they can't do. What is the most likely thing that they will do? And here's where I am. We, We discussed earlier that what Amazon wants to be is they're really, really good at disruption. They're really, really good at ensuring that things get to people who asked for those things. So... The part that no one's talking about is where can they cause the most disruption? And we talked about this idea that three major suppliers, three major distributors exist in the market, Amerisource, McKesson, and Cardinal. And they control 90% of the market. If Amazon got into that piece where they said, we will distribute, they will become another one of the <clears throat> another one of the distributors. So, that's disruptive by itself, but not especially so in that, well, they just become another distributor. There might be a major one, but there's nothing amazing about that. But what if they said that we will not only take on the distribution piece of it, but we'll start negotiating prices because we're buying so many drugs that we will start negotiating the price, essentially becoming, the, as far as I know, the first distributor wholesaler PBM in one so they already will control have access to 90% of the market because they're taking on those big players and then saying we'll negotiate the price because we're buying so much so the, and so the what big you're saying concern, is I, so, so what you're
0: saying is they're going to they're going to uh, you you predict or how how they could make this work is get into the distribution model Somehow find a foothold in that market and set price because of sort of like a group, so some sort of group purchasing.
1: Yeah, GPO. They'll, they'll, yeah, basically they become a GPO as well, right?
0: So they would and uh, then wow. sell. So, so it'd be more on the B two B side, not so much the B two C. So you wouldn't see it as a as a general consumer, but. Eventually you would, maybe, but it would be primarily towards supplying other pharmacies?
1: At least initially, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Because they will have those initial setups where they'll be able to supply to these pharmacies. But wait for a second, we're going to get to that next piece. So Mm -hmm. initially it's going to start off by saying, we've now taken on your Marisource, we've taken on your GPOs, we're already doing the price negotiation because we're buying so much drug. And now we're giving to these pharmacies at a really low cost. It's disruptive, it follows Amazon's business model, and it drops drug price, drug prices because Amazon can say we have that much influence and that much cloud. But the 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 industry is extremely regulated. The industry requires test cases. The industry requires that you don't make mistakes because there are too many lives at stake. Right. So how would they do it? Well, here's the thing. Amazon has hundreds of thousands of people who work for them. They could just start off selling drugs to their own own employees, figure out the kinks. And that's what they did with Amazon Web Services. They were trying to figure out how to uh, host their own stuff and they, they spun it out. And made it into a um, a service for other companies. In the same way, they could offer drugs to their own employees, and then spin it out. And now you've got—they've already got—they've uh, been supplying to to say pharmacies for a while, and then they say we already have access to Whole Foods, and we can ship drugs as well. Essentially, becoming both your neighborhood pharmacy. And becoming your mail order pharmacy at the same time.
0: What sort of regulation would you see happening internally? Because if they're selling to their own company, to their own employees, who's regulating that?
1: Well, so what is the part that they have to regulate, though? So as long as you have a pharmacist in place who's shipping, so you all the same. Do
0: so the same guidelines, yeah. the same protocol, everything else, it's just specific to employees, and that's it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Employees are just patients. So the the big advantage would be it would be disruptive. It would drop drug cri- drug prices because the same company doing all of those. There may be some potential antitrust concerns that might come up because they disrupt so many industries.
0: Wouldn't patients But be there are there are competitors in every single one of them. I mean, wouldn't employees Was be HIPAA, concerned you said? HIP- with HIPAA and their employer? Like could that would that be a concern? Well, that's I, a great I, question. So
1: HIPAA is too much, between right. patients, though. I too much, right. No, no, I, I don't think you're reading into this too much at all. I think it's a great question. The question you're asking is, um, can that data be mined? And that's really the business that Amazon's in, isn't it? So it's can security. that data be mined? Right. Right. But Amazon's already in the business of data security. With as long as it says. doesn't leave the company and appropriate controls are, are taken, that's something they can manage. They're already doing HIPAA compliant stuff for other companies. They already have the web services for it. All
0: right. Well, if you, in case you're just now, so joining the only us, question I was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So in case you're just now joining so let me, us today, uh, we're talking try to about tie in those pieces. Yeah. Uh, today we're talking about the Amazon Pharmacy, part three of the three part series. Is Amazon your next pharmacy? Part one was about your drug pipeline. Uh, part two was about the different types of pharmacies, just to kind of give you a background on what we're talking about today. Uh, and today darshan Kolkarni is 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 uh giving us some insight into potential directions amazon can go with with related in regards to the pharmacy direction
1: yeah and we talked about things that we thought were dead ends getting into the pure pharmacy model just seems like a dead end there's nothing disruptive about it getting into yeah, the I'm pure still processing PM model like, just
0: buying your employer being your pharmacist like not only giving you know not only being a source of your health insurance, if if they're providing that for you, uh, but also kind of being a one-stop shop for your health care, in a sense. The only thing missing now is the, is the physician. It's the physician.
1: Well, so again, the piece is that that, I think, is going to be their test case.
0: They're going to start off with
1: um, testing on their employees, testing the model on their employees. Right. But they're, they're not just going to jump into this willy-nilly
0: without testing.
1: Exactly. They have a perfect test use case, and then they're gonna take that model and then apply it to pharmacies and then to patients.
0: Right, wow.
1: So there's nothing that stops them from directly connecting with patients. They do it every single day, millions of times a day. There's nothing that stops them from connecting with, with pharmacies. There's nothing that stops them testing. They have the money to negotiate drug prices. And this is so
0: much more different the than, than them than the idea or the concept that's been shipped around that you're gonna have your drugs dropped off with the drone within three to four days. Yeah, within two to three days, whatever your shipping times are. So this is not exactly like Amazon Prime for for your prescription. It's wow, it's 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 potentially a it's GPO a, a drug distribution network from Amazon just to test it out, just to see where where they go. And there's, there's no, you know, yeah. that, that's, that's ridiculous. I mean, it's not ridiculous. It's, it's one of those like, wow, I didn't even think of it like that because, you know, the, the average Joe, the person who, who, who would probably get a prescription, you know, in their neighborhood pharmacy, that's their only connection to pharmacies would be that local pharmacy or a conglomerate like a CVS. But to, just to, just to think of Amazon jumping into that world like that, I I, I would have expected Amazon to. Take the the Whole Foods pharmacy and kind of make a play on that and that might even be where they start servicing their their employees you know yeah that, that that's definitely a leg in there
1: right exactly I think they might start with that they might start with patient uh, with trialing to other pharmacies I mean, so they, they may it's a built in they may actually provide for other pharmacies help their own co- uh, competitors they already do that with AWS it's not like they're afraid of it they make money either way. When their customer, when their competitors make money, they make money, and when they make money, they make money. That's the Amazon
0: way. Wow. I mean, that's all I could say. It's like wow. Like I mean, it's 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 just another door for Amazon to to, to, to go through. Yeah. the The big question I kept
1: fidgeting around is, they were talking to. Um, to some of the people from i heard express scripts i heard some of the distributors and i was like well why would they talk to them are they trying to buy them and some people are like well keep your enemies close uh keep your friends close keep your enemies closer that's one argument right but the more likely scenario in my head is they just want to hire them they don't have it's to hire not- the whole company they, just, they can just hire the people they want
0: well they're all about networking right like Mark Cuban says, yeah your net your net, your net worth is your network <laughs> and, yeah exactly, uh, and Amazon is just trying to reach out to see what they can what they can work out, which is yeah wow i mean it's 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 one of those things it's an it's an eye opening experience and I'm still processing that Amazon may not be the face of your drug pipeline but could potentially be the back end could potentially be you know all providing of services for you know which which is mind-blowing how how pervasive their services are getting. Yeah,
1: what do you think, Major? Am I missing something?
0: No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of like flabbergasted right now, <laughs> like like because you know it's it's one thing to, to, to be the pharmacy, to be the pharmacy that you go to, to you know the, the concept of having the drone deliver the medication. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's like you know Jetsons 2.0 kind of thing. But but it's more than that, and I'm still kind of like I I I don't. It's one of those like wow that's, it's being as pervasive as 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 it has been. Uh, because I'm 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 an Amazon Prime member, I'm proud of it. You know, I, it's yep. one of those. I'm trying to stay away from going grocery shopping. I still have to buy the perishables, you know, milk, eggs, cheese, that that kind of thing right. at the grocery store. But you know, everything else, we we live in a rural area. We prefer to. Not have big grocery trips if if we can avoid it. So so we definitely appreciate the ability to to purchase uh, you know inexpensive yet high quality items uh, through Amazon. But this is just a whole other world.
1: Yeah, and these drugs don't perish as easily. And I mean, it depends on the drug and stuff, but for the most part, the ones that your your traditional outpatient pharmacy selling don't perish as easily. So, I don't think Amazon's getting into your compounding world, at least initially, uh, as a 503B, though that might be the future. But I I see them sort of saying, we can take on and drop drug prices because we, since we're a fully integrated system, we can control the negotiation, we can control the distribution, we can control access to patients and we can make sure that patients get their drugs on time and track it the whole way through.
0: So to to, to kind of give this projection, Darshan, we, we've kind of looked, you know, considered Amazon, its past uh its its past business dealings, its past business offerings, and how it affects us today in the present. And just to kind of we use that to kind of give a sort of projection of where where they could possibly go. Now, going a bit beyond that, where else could Amazon go with this? So we're talking about them being, you know, the GPO potentially, the d- d- drug distributor. Would they? Do you, do you see them ever going even further into healthcare, like maybe providing some sort of health services, of Amazon physicians, that kind of thing?
1: See, I'm. I'm not seeing the Amazon physicians. That's just not their model. They're not in the service industry per se. They're in the product industry. So I'm not seeing that as any kind of near-term threat. However, what I do see them doing in, the say, the next three years or so, I think Amazon moves too fast to predict beyond three years, Um, Mm -hmm. but if they can get a foothold in this piece of it where they say, we're going to control... Um, The way you get your drugs. The other piece that they can start talking about is in fashion, they start saying we will control the amount of we will control the actual fashion themselves There's Amazon fashion now where uh, they will take the best performing products and uh, and make new shirts or whatever it is. So they might get into the loan license. They might get into what's called loan licensing, but also essentially contract manufacturing world where someone else will make Amazon-branded vitamins, (laughs) Amazon-branded aspirin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And and that becomes the next piece. So Amazon becomes manufacturer, wholesaler, retailer, and, and they just keep going. And they control that entire value chain, dropping drug prices internally. The um the the big question then becomes, well, has anyone ever done that? Is there any kind of model out there that that it prevents this? Yes. There are two companies that I can think of. One called Fresenius um and and Davita. They're both in the renal world. And what both Fresenius and Davita do is that they manufacture renal products, they give it uh to their phar- to their outpatient facilities where the patients get their um what do you call it the the uh, renal stuff I'm, I'm blanking on the word right now mm-hmm. um but essentially they'll, they'll get their their cvv or whatever it is they won't do cvv outpatient uh, but they'll get all this stuff and it's it's essentially a fully vertically integrated system and um and Amazon would basically be going down that same exact field, but instead of being in the infusion world, they would be taking on and just being restricted to kidney stuff. They'd be taking on everything. So, so I th- I think that that's the more likely direction for Amazon. I don't see them getting into your typical, oh, look at what we can do. We can send drones to people's houses. Right, right. Well, they're already going to do that. There's nothing interesting about it. <laughs>
0: I'm more interested right now in uh, Domino's Pizza Drones. <laughs> oh, man. Well, today we we, okay. we just discussed uh, the Amazon Pharmacy Part 3 of a three-part series. Uh, on a- is Amazon your next pharmacy? We have a Part 1 about your drug pipeline, just to kind of give you guys a bit of a background on what we're talking about today. Part 2 was about the different types of pharmacies. Uh, if you have any questions about the effect of Amazon's pharmaceutical endeavors on your pharmacy or your pharmacy's general strategy, please feel free to reach out to Darshan Gulkarney at gulkarney firm.com uh, phone number is 215 uh, nine, I'm sorry two one five nine four eight eight one eight three. 948 8183 that's 215-948-8183 or on Twitter at gulkarney That's in k u l k a r n i law firm.com in uh, Darshan thank you so much for 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 going through that and and it, I Feel pretty comfortable with your, <laughs> with your assessment and projection on that. What, what do, you, do you have anything else to say about it?
1: Yeah, just talk to us soon if you think that we can help you. If you think you want to prepare for Amazon, what are things you can do? Let's talk about that. That's a
0: very good, very good question. Well, thanks, guys. Have a good day. <laughs>
1: Darshan. Thanks for listening in. I really want to talk to you. Reach out to me on Twitter. I'm at, at FDA lawyers. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Darshan. McCurney. And if you want to find me any other way, well, start with Twitter, but you can always email me as well. Darshan at conformlaw.com. Thanks for listening in. I'm really excited to hear from you.